Hi there, everybody, and welcome once again to Insight Peterborough. I'm Devin Wilkins, and uh, with me I have co-hosts Jonathan and, and also Bob Chrysler. Hi, Devin. Hi. And everybody else around here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Insight Peterborough is a project of the Canadian Council of the Blind, otherwise known and affectionately known as the CCB. And we're on here every Monday. And actually, this is our last show, guys, for the summer season. It's gone fast. Hmm. I'm quite excited about what's happening uh, tonight. The uh, Perseid meteor shower is going to start. And uh, so if you're wanting to go up to Armour Hill, now they say that 3 o'clock is the peak time to see the shower and that you'll be able to see it with the naked eye. So you won't necessarily need any binoculars or telescopes, but you're welcome to use what you want or use the ones that will be there. Uh, you remember uh, David Mills of the Peterborough Astronomy Association was here a couple of weeks ago talking with us, and uh, I'm sure he'll be there, and uh, I know other members of the Astronomy Association will be there. So you, uh, you won't be alone. And uh, I thought in honor of that, what we should do is play a song from way back in the 1950s by Perry Como called Catch a Falling Star. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Never let it fade away Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Save it for a rainy day For love may come and tap you on the shoulder Some starless night Just in case you feel you want to hold her You'll have a pocket full of starlight Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Never let it fade away Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Save it for a rainy day For love may come and tap you on the shoulder Some starless night And just in case you feel you want to hold her You'll have a pocket Pocket full of starlight. Pocket full of starlight. Catch a falling star and put Catch it on its pocket. Never let it fade Catch a falling star and put it on its pocket. Save it for a rainy day. Save it for a rainy, rainy day. For when your troubles start multiplying. They just might It's easy to forget them without trying With just a pocket full of starlight Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Never let it fade away 
Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Save it for a rainy day. Save it for a rainy day. Save it for a rainy day. Perry Como with Catch a Falling Star. Uh, talking about the uh, Perseid meteor shower that is going to be taking place tonight. And if I understand it correctly, as the, the shower is from the comet Swift-Tuttle, if I'm not mistaken. Anybody have any information on that? <laughs> not me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, though, there's something else uh, exciting that's going to be happening on August 22nd. And that is the ANW is going to be, and this is across the country, they're going to be presenting burgers to beat MS. And uh, every ANW across the country will uh, take uh, $2 from every teen burger uh, purchased and donate it to the MS Society. And uh, I chatted earlier today with a lady named Ann Driscoll, who is the, uh, the outreach and fundraising coordinator for the Peterborough office. But uh, to kind of lead up to that, I thought maybe what we could do is hear a song written by an Australian lady named Marie Wilson, and it's a song for... MS, and then we'll go right into my uh, pre-recorded chat with Ann Driscoll. So here's Marie Wilson. Yeah. 
check out my GoFundMe campaign to help me fund the recording for this song, which will be 100% donated to MS Research organisations, both here in Australia and globally. Well, thank you very much for inviting me to be on the program today. When people talk about uh, multiple sclerosis, do you find that they tend to mix it up uh, a fair bit with something like uh, muscular dystrophy or cerebral palsy? Um, sometimes people have similar symptoms, but once they're educated about the symptoms, it gets a little bit more clear. And of course, we always encourage them persons to go and seek medical counsel. Yes. Uh huh. Well, that's good. So, when it comes to symptoms of multiple sclerosis, what might send someone to their doctor asking what on earth is going on? Well, there are uh, symptoms can vary from person to person with MS, and that's why we state that it's very diverse from person to person um, at different uh, levels. It could be fatigue. It could be in, uh, increased pain. Loss of mobility could be happening. It could, uh, symptomology could be, they may have a symptom uh, today but may not arise again for another day. Um, mobility issues I had mentioned. Um, cognition uh, as well are some of the symptoms. Okay. Uh, what actually is happening in the body with regard to MS? Provide, uh, do you provide patient care, did I hear you say? We provide patient uh, support programs and services. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, what would those... And we fund research. I mentioned we fund, we fund a cure and give people to Canadians affected by MS. We, uh, yes, we fund MS support groups across the country. Uh, we advocate for better support of people living with MS families and care providers. Okay. Um, so now, of course, uh, as with any organization, you have fundraisers throughout the year, and I, I understand that uh, thanks to A&W, there's one coming up. Yes. As a matter of fact, it is coming up quite soon on Thursday, August 22nd, in its 11th year. $2 from every A&W team burger sold across Canada will be donated to the MS Society of Canada to help people living with MS. Oh, well, that's, that's terrific. It is terrific. It's uniting us from coast to coast across Canada. And um, 
This roundup thing, is that just on August 22nd? Well, it has, I think, any time you round up your bill, like people are now are being asked, would they consider rounding up their bill? So it's August 22nd and prior. Ah, okay. All right. Uh, is that usually a fairly popular event at uh, this A&W? We have actually two A&Ws here in Peterborough, the one on Lansdowne Street and the one on Shimong Road. Ah. good because it's uh, uh, it, I'm sure it'll be very busy on that day. that uh, the ANW uh, dealerships across Canada are, are doing this because I understand that Canada for some reason has uh, the highest uh, incidence of MS in the world? for that, isn't it?
about uh, relapsing, remitting MS, uh-huh. secondary progressive MS, progressive relapsing MS, primary progressive MS. And, and which is the uh, most uh, devastating? Well, I can't really say which. Uh, that's a very individualized. Um, you know, I think that uh, well, there's lots of treatment out there. Yes. Well, that's that's really good. Um, the most common type of MS, 85% of people diagnosed with MS, is relapsing, remitting MS. So, in other words, it's sort of like having a, an episode and then it, uh, things improve for a while. Is that it? It can. It can, definitely. For some folks, yes, it is, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably no one can predict how long an episode is going to last. That's, uh, I, I don't know for sure. I can only assume that person who knows their MS, a, uh, a gentleman I spoke to not so long ago, mentioned to me that when he feels uh, a symptom coming upon himself, he knows exactly how to take care of himself. Well, that's, that's good. So I think one becomes more in tune to their symptoms. Yes. And uh, do they have regular meetings here in uh, Peterborough and Lindsay? The self-help groups, I'm assuming you mentioned? Yes. Yes, we do. They do have uh, self-help groups, and they can contact the local office here at 705-748-4221 to find out when those groups are taking place. Um, also, um, I just had a thought, now it's gone. <laughs> um, also, the, we have a lady that comes down from uh, the Durham area and she'll meet with people in the comforts of their own home or here at the MS office at 610 Park Hill Road West, whatever the comfort level of that person is. Uh-huh. So there's plenty of peer support to be had. Yes. Yeah. Well, that- that's, that's encouraging and it's important. For people who have so they're not, they're not uh, walking this journey alone. Yeah. But know that they have other people to confide in and support and and uh, a common ground. Like I'm experiencing this this, this this symptom. Do you experience that symptom? Yes. And how did you do with it? How do you manage it? Right. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, once again, your phone number there is seven zero five. Seven four eight four two two one. Oh. And Devin, I'd also just like to mention that um, people can go online and visit mssociety.ca and look up the Peterborough, Coors Lakes, and Halliburton chapter contact name and, inf- and uh, information. All right, that sounds good. So then the uh, A and W uh, um, Burgers to Beat MS is all day. Thursday, August 22nd. All right. Over 950 locations across Canada, but more locally, it's Chemong Road, Lansdowne Street, Peterborough, Kent Street, and Lindsay. Wonderful. Okay, well, I hope lots of people go and grab a teen burger that day. I I intend to myself. Well, it's a great way even to bring your your staff persons, you know, um, or... Don't cook too hot to cook at home for supper. Yeah. Come and have a teen burger outside or inside. That's right. Well, that's wonderful. Now, is there anything 
that I should have been asking about? Uh, no, I, I think that's uh, pretty well it, uh, Devin. I hope I answered your question. Yes, you did. Thanks so much, Anne. Thank you, Devin. Okay. Your support, as it, always. Okay, any time. Bye for now. All right, bye-bye. So that was uh, Anne Driscoll, and uh, we chatted about the Burgers to Beat MS, which is going to be happening on Thursday, August 22nd. I have a sister who is turning uh, 82 that day. I guess I'll have to go and celebrate her birthday without her on uh, August 22nd. Sound like a good idea? Anytime there's a party, it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I kind of thought so, too. Well, maybe somebody uh, who is a little more well-known uh, and really brought a fair bit of awareness about MS uh, to the world before she passed away was uh, one of the uh, Mouseketeers, Annette Funicello. And um, I think we have... Is it Bikini Beach Party that I chose? That's it, yes. All right, so here's Annette with uh, Bikini Beach Party. That's wonderful, Annette Funicello with uh, Bikini Beach Party. So, um, I want to play, we want to play a, a repeat uh, of an interview that, uh, well, actually, uh, a remote uh, broadcast, actually, because there were a number of um, Area Lions Club members there. Uh, and uh, it is at a home on Earlwood Drive here in Peterborough, which is 
um, has people who are both deaf and blind in it, and uh, they talk to us about how they have designed the home so that um, it is as accessible as it can possibly be to people who are deaf and blind. Um, now, when you think of people or someone who is deaf and blind, you think of Helen Keller, of course. Uh, I certainly do. I've met a lot more since then, but uh, um, Helen Keller is one that comes to mind right away. And the person that uh, is perhaps most well-known that played Helen Keller in The Miracle Worker is uh, Patty Duke. So we're going to play a little something by uh, Patty Duke, and, uh, and then we'll go right into that chat that I did, uh, that remote that I did last uh, June um, with the uh, people on Earlwood Drive. So uh, you got Patty all lined up? Ready to go.
where we spend a lot of time. <laughs> Christy especially, she loves eating. And our kitchen, so it's all accessible for Sarah in her wheelchair as well. Everything is very open. That's why the furniture is kind of placed the way it is. And you'll also notice as we walk around the different color contrasting for the visual impairments. Um, it's easier for Sarah, for example, to see the light switches. They have the border in black against the light gray wall. So that helps her tell where the light switch is and use it independently. We're very focused on independence here. Everything we do is to try to strive for the girls' independence more and more. As well as the dimmers. We have dimmers on all our lights as well. Yeah, and we've definitely gone overboard for the clients that we have here in anticipation that one day we may get somebody else move in with us that has different needs. So we want to be able to accommodate everybody accessibly. So yeah, this is our kitchen if you wanted to sneak around. <laughs> and just on a note about the dimmers, the dimmers are really important because depending on who's using the space at the time, they might do better with a diffused light or a, a brighter light or something more natural. It just, it's really critical. Yeah. Oh, thanks. So we have black tape on our white microwave oh. so that Christy's able to see it so she can open it. Right. Um, we used to have, I don't know if you can feel this, this stove here. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. Bit, there's a marker, so yeah, that's there is. the start. Yeah, so okay. So Christy can, we'll assist Christy in putting the temperature in, but then she knows to start it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so okay. there's little markers on everything like yes. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. All right, good. Uh, but there isn't on the microwave, right? No, there isn't. You know what? There should be, actually, now that we've talked about that. <laughs> there definitely should be. Well, she's a troublemaker. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you keep me on my toes. That's good. We'll keep going okay. here. There's also a lift system in the living room so that we can assist the girls onto the couch. And Sarah also has a physio routine, and she's got a mat that comes out, so it helps us get Sarah onto the mat. Super. We have lifts throughout the house. Anywhere you think you need a lift, we have a lift. And then downstairs we have a foyer lift as well. In case there's that tricky situation that you might find yourself in and you need a lift, it's accessible yeah. to wherever we are. The lifts, the lifts are really important too because that's one of the things for not just our organization but any organization that is trying to do renovations or make things accessible for their clients. Yeah. It is not covered. Not one dime from the government. So that is one thing that we're going to be putting in a new place for the clients who are going to be coming there yeah. to live. Yeah. Yeah, we have um, an elevator to the right to help the girls get downstairs. So we have um, a Velcro bathroom sign on the front of the door. Oh, okay. And so we put the picture of a client that's in the bathroom, so the other clients, especially ah. the one that walks, wasn't, won't walk in while they're showering. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So this is our, like, our respite room. Um, we don't need to have a client in this room, but we do have the client that was walking around introducing herself, Christy, her calendar's in this room. So we have a calendar system so Christy knows what she's doing every day. So in the morning, she'll come in and she'll set up her calendar. So today, she has her calendar to do still. She's got her a picture of her little timer because we're working on waiting. And then in the afternoon, she gets to pick what she wants to do so she can go out for a walk or go um, ride her bike outside. And then after dinner, she's going to Skype with her parents. But this way in the morning, she can see what she's doing and come in throughout the day as she finishes things so she knows where she's at. Right. Can yeah. You just, can you describe the calendar system a little bit uh, more for Devin? Yeah. Just to, well, like, what exactly you're looking at here? So it's, 
um, a magnet board, and we have it split into three. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. And we have picture cues for Christy because Christy has visual, um, visual. So she has pictures of like what her picture of her calendar looks like and every single activity. So we actually have a picture of her actual timer okay. on the calendar so she can see it. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're just little clips, and she takes them off and she puts them in her little, like just back in her drawer. Oh yeah. When she's done. Yeah. Super. That's great. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like it's like her date book. It's yes. Like just pictures yes. and it's on yeah. the on, on the wall. Yeah. Sure. And we have another one that I'll show you when we get to her room, but hers are tactile because she's completely deaf and completely blind. Okay. So hers are actual like tactile, like actual concrete cues of things that she oh, does. So good. I'll show you when we get to her room. Alrighty. Yeah. Sounds good. And just across the hall is uh, is the laundry room as well as uh, some uh, medicine cabinets. Okay. Yeah. So the, the clients can work at doing their laundry with their interveners yeah. and, um, and just another storage space for the... This is Christy's room, so she's the one who's mobile. Oh, yeah. Um, they pick the colors of the room, so hers is a very bright blue. Very, uh -huh. yes. Um, so she has her push doors so she can independently come in and out of her room as she wants. Mm -hmm. And um, Christy's pretty independent, so she's got her drawers for her clothes. She's got a desk and her, the keyboard's broken, but she has a closet. Um, yeah, Christy's room just looks like a everyday room. Yeah. yeah. And um, you mentioned a keyboard, so she has a computer. She does have a key, she has an iPad. Right, okay. That she'll use and she'll Skype her parents, but she also has um, a keyboard so she can listen to music. She loves to oh, good. play, and she loves the song Jingle Bells. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. It's number seven on her keyboard. Oh, is it? I <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we have all, like, we have five lights in this room, but we have lots of lights for her vision, and they also dim. Oh, okay. Because so, she doesn't necessarily like things as bright as the other clients. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So she does have some residual hearing then? Yes. Yeah. And sight as well. And yes. sight, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. This must be Amanda's room. This is Amanda's room, yes. I'm getting good at this job. You right? are. <laughs> it has it on the door probably. No, yes. it's on the picture across the oh, wall. Oh, <laughs> You know him too well. <laughs> yeah. So we have a full lift system in this room because she is in a wheelchair. Okay. Um, so we can't lift her, so she's got a change table as well as the lift system to get her in and out of bed or change table. Um, so she's got, um, she actually has a walker okay. as well. And it's, I don't really know, it's, um, it kind of, it's a piece of fabric that goes kind of between her legs and hooks on clips. Oh yeah. So she can walk around. Okay. Because she does have strength in her legs. Um, so she'll, but she likes to run into people. She chases people. <laughs> so we will put her in that today. <laughs> well, there's lots of people here. But she's the one who has the tactile cues. Okay. So we have, um, on her wall, we have like, they're like little pockets. Right yeah, you can feel them. They're like little pockets for her, like you can put shoes in or whatever. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Good. Hi. So those are like, so that cue that you're feeling right now, that's her water cue. Maybe you can take it out if you would like. Oh, okay. And it's actually like a, it's a hose. Oh, yes. That you would attach. Okay. Yeah, so that's for her. When we give that to her and let her feel it, she knows that that's to water her plant. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's how we communicate with Amanda. Right, yeah. okay. So that's how she does it. And yeah. then it just goes back in here. But there's lots of different ones. We have, um, let me think of one she uses a lot. So she uses this one. This is like her walker one. 
and it's okay. literally just like a handle yes. for her walker so she yeah. knows because she holds on to that when she's using her walker right so she knows when she feels that that it's walker time ah, and okay. she'll start rocking back and forth she gets really excited oh yes but those are <laughs> that's how we communicate to a man all right cool yeah. yeah that's neat yeah yeah so this is sarah's room She's also in a wheelchair. When okay. she first came to us, she actually was able to walk. Um, and then she went to a walker, and now she's fully in a wheelchair. Oh. Um, so because, like Marlene said, funding for the lift systems comes out of our pocket, it doesn't, or out of fundraising, it doesn't come from the government. So she just has like one track. So we have to be careful where we park her wheelchair, where she goes and does things because we can't lift her, so we need to be able to have access to just literally the one track for right. the lift system. Mm -hmm. um, she does have visual hear or vision and visual, or visual hearing, um, so she's got cues that were pictures, uh -huh. same setup as Christie's. It's a magnet board with three sections, so morning, lunch, and dinner, but Sarah is slowly losing her sight more than uh, it already is. Yeah. And so we actually changed hers to slowly start it. Oh, Christy. Christy, no, that's not your bag, hun. Chris. Chris. That's not yours. Thank you. Um, so we started, we started changing her cues to tactile cues as well. Oh, yes. So yeah. we have like hers are the same idea, but so that they can go on her calendar. Hers are like, um, like it's actually like on a board, but it's oh, like yes. a toothbrush, so she knows oh, yes. how right. to brush her teeth. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's how we're just slowly, we're slowly going from picture cues to the tactile cues because right. she will eventually completely lose her sight. Oh, yes. So, okay. We're, yeah, it's just uh, she's in between. You really have to be um, creative, yes. innovative, you know, to come up with uh, cues like that, eh? Yes, very. Yeah. And it, it takes time when you have someone who's gone from having their sight and yeah. used to seeing the cues yes. to now tactile cues. Yeah. And she loves the communication. She relies on her calendar. Great. If you tell her she's going in the van, but it wasn't on her calendar, she'll refuse to go in the van. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she 100% yeah. relies on her calendar. Yeah. So we need to be creative and find yes. ways to communicate with her. Otherwise, we won't be able to communicate what her day's going to look like. And that's not fair to her. No. No. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. This is Sarah's room. Yeah. She's very girly. Very, there's lots of pink. Oh yes. And yes. Jewelry. And oh lots of, nice. Very girly. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> this is where our elevator comes out. It's okay. right here. Okay. And around it, I'll show you the room. It's our snoozling room. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our snoozling room. Not every house has this because it's expensive, but the girls can come down here and other um, people from other houses, other clients will come and also oh, nice. come see this. Yeah. So we have um, a list, a track system, a lift system, so all our clients can use it. Yeah. We have a swing for relaxation, oh, nice. different like we have like a shea rug with mats underneath for laying down, mm -hmm. um, like a little bubble machine, and usually we have common music on, oh, so just very... Nice. Spa-like yes. music. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a mural on the wall. It's like farm. And the cow's actually, like, if there's a picture of a cow, it actually, like, bubbles out. 
Oh, really? Yeah, so if yeah. you were to feel over it, which I won't get you to do because it's obstacles to get over there, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, yeah, you can feel it for it to come out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually yeah. really cool. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. yeah. So this is a blessing to have because when your clients are sometimes anxious, it's good yes. to have there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's it. Okay. Oh, that's a board that we have for our clients so they can pick what they want for breakfast. We just had the upstairs done, so we changed it, but it's a picture of... Like there's an eight an egg carton on there for if they want like eggs and they can actually feel it. Yeah. For when our client, because she did have cataract surgery, the Sarah who's losing her vision. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she, it, what her vision was actually gone for a little while. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So they came up with this to communicate with her. Um, there's like a little toast bag on there and an oatmeal package that she oh, okay. can actually feel. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she can pick what she wants. So do they make their own breakfast? Or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We try to be as independent as we can. Yeah. With safety as well. So Sarah. We'll grab a piece of toast and put it in the toaster. Okay. But sometimes the toast gets hot on the top and she doesn't know that and understand that concept. Yeah. So she, yeah. we'll take the toast out. Ah, right. And we'll hand over hand butter with her. Oh, yes. But yes, yeah. as much independence as our clients can have, Great. that's what we do. Yeah, yes. super. Yes. These are the plans of our new apartment um, as well. So, I won't take a picture. No. Okay. So that's just going over our new plans for our new apartment. Okay. Because it's yeah. going to have a full two bedrooms, a laundry room, um, a full kitchen. We're hoping so it's going to be like a whole separate apartment. Yeah. Super. Yeah. yeah that's so great. So we go straight out this way. Okay. It's um, they're just looking outside. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. So what kind of entertainment do they do they have here? Um, what, what sort of things? Right now we're in the craft room. Okay. So this is, so there's, um, it's actually really open. And we um, will do different crafts with the clients. Okay. Different art, whatever they're into. Mm -hmm. um, our one client's computer is down here. Okay. So she'll type and do things and play like movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, is she on the internet or? Um, she's not. Our other client who has the iPad, she is. Oh, She'll yeah. watch YouTube videos. She loves videos. Oh, okay. Um, but we try and get, we, we do try and go out a lot. So we, we in-house, we do have beauty night and uh, we'll go, we'll do facials and foot baths. Definitely. And we'll do that here. Saves them money. Yeah. And instead of having to go out. But during the day, usually after lunch, we do try and go out in the community. So we'll go to the library, we'll go to the mall. The zoo we use a lot in the summer because it's warm and it's free. Yeah. Um, we'll go to do day trips in Toronto. Like we do, we do a lot of stuff. So we love our sensory garden. Um, so like even Sarah will come out and still um, water the plants along the path. You'll, there's three tires. Yes. They're lined up. Those ones we actually did. Yeah. So we are one of our supervisors at the time. She went and got the tires from a used yard and just spray painted them and we put planters inside them. So there's plants inside them. Yeah. Um, as well as in the tree there was, they must have fallen out, but they were there last summer. Um, we had like spoons and forks and knives and stuff in the trees. So it's like wind chimes. Yeah. Yeah, cool. so the yeah. clients could hear them, and yeah, it yeah. was really pretty. So as you go along our little trail, there's lots of different mm. 
things that we can do. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and we have um, a music thing oh, along yeah. the path as well for the clients. Yeah. Um, it has, like I said, a drums and um, I don't know what you call all these instruments, but they make different noises. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for the clients to come out Percussion type things, yeah, right? Yeah, for yeah. sensory, for their, if they have the hearing or yeah. even the vibration. Oh, for, for sure. For total, yeah. total, yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's really good. That's great. Research is some of that for um, playground accessibilities, mm -hmm. you know, for other, uh, uh, like autistic and things of that nature, mm -hmm. they just take to this. Oh, yeah, thing. absolutely. And for just, even if our clients are anxious, we'll sometimes come out here, and the one who walks, she'll just run over the backyard everywhere. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we'll come out and we'll play with them and stuff, and she does, she calms right down. It, it would a way, it would be a way, this yard would be a way of, of getting off some of their, any pent-up energy that yes, they have, eh? Yes, absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, and we used to, um, they changed our ramp a little bit, so it's a little bit longer, but this is where we used to have all our region parties and everything, because we have the biggest backyard. Oh, um, yeah. And the nicest, so. Cool. Yeah, we will usually spend, like, we spend a lot of time in the summer back here. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could see when you're hosting things of that nature, then certainly your paved concrete uh, cement uh, walkways would be good. For yeah. sure, yeah. For all the uh, mobilities. Yeah, we will lose some of it with the new build. It is going to be coming out quite a bit. Um, but we st it's still a huge backyard, especially for the city. So it's not exactly accessible for the wheelchairs, but... We have a little bit of flat space closer to the house, so we yeah. use what we use what we have available to us. Sure. Will the build go ahead? Uh, you know, one way or the other. Will it? Yes. Yes. The apartment is yes. already been approved. Okay. As far right. as I know, I pretty so. sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on our permits, and I believe that's about it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yes. And how much do you expect that it will cost to to do the addition? That is not a question for me. I have not been involved. Okay. Right. I'm pretty sure Miranda would actually be able to answer that okay. question, or even maybe probably Marlene with being fundraising. She would know. Yeah. Okay. She wants to know what we're looking at a cost for the apartment. What's that? The, the, cost. the overall cost. The overall cost to build that unit is three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. So we're working with the city of Peterborough to try and secure some funds okay. to help build that. So of the 350000 there's still about 47000 almost $50,000 of accessibility upgrades and things like that, like the lift system, yeah. like the... Um, the door, the door, uh, you know, to press the doors to open the doors, the yeah. electronic door openers, what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, those kind of things and special uh, upgrades in the kitchen to make it accessible, <laughs> more accessible. Those oh, yeah. kind of things are not covered, will not be covered by the city of Ottawa. They won't cover the whole thing. Okay. Um, so we're working with them. We've had meetings with them. Things are looking really good. Uh, should the funds become available, they're very excited about our project. Uh, and we've worked with other municipalities as well under the uh, Affordable Housing Initiative. Okay. So that's a similar thing. They, they call it something different here, but it's very similar. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're just waiting on that and we're just applying and, you know, when the funds are, are there. Do you think that you might have, like, a community fundraiser? Like an event, you mean? Yeah. Huh. I, there isn't one planned right now. Okay. Because I am the fund development person for the region. Okay. And at the moment, we only do typically one a year per person because of the geography and because of the um, 
I'm only one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are working, and uh, we have an event uh, coming up in the Ottawa region. But we do uh, work with like individual donors, and we are always like reaching out to different foundations, like the Peterborough Foundation, Community Foundation of Peterborough, uh, those kind of places, and private foundations as well. And we have uh, reached out to them to help with that accessibility, that forty-seven thousand that we have to raise to, yes. to build that uh, over and above what we may be able to uh, be in partnership with with the city okay yeah All right. that's my that's my uh, goal anyways is to to raise that accessibility money so that those extra things yes. are necessary it sounds extra but it's not they're necessary yeah oh, independence. For sure. if you can open a door by yourself because you push a button yeah and and you're in a wheelchair, isn't that make doesn't that help you be more independent, right? Definitely. That's what it's it all about. And the lifts, you know, it helps. It's safety issues to move clients from their chairs to the couch, to yeah. do physio, to do crafts, whatever. And it saves your backs. It saves us. It's for the staff, but it's for the clients as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's all I can get. I'll just stay here. Uh, no, we just have to raise it so that we can, because the items that we have to raise the 47000 for is the lifts, the door so openers. over and above? That's included in the 350000 That's included in that. But those things will go in when the building is like actually so built, do you right? have to raise money for the actual building we do and we're working we're saying working with the city of ottawa uh, not ottawa sorry peterborough mm -hmm. to try and secure funds so we're we're hoping there's no we haven't been given any complete green light we're just in the process like a lot of other organizations that are applying for money through the city of peterborough and we're really hoping that uh, we'll be successful in uh, getting those funds yeah yeah that's great. It's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be really great for the clients because um, the uh, the other home is just not accessible for them anymore. There's right. no elevator, so you have to. There's there's stairs. You got to even just to get to the main living area. There's stairs going up there and then to the basement. Of course, there's stairs going down there. But um, so going forward, like we're all none of us are getting any younger. Individuals are deafblind. We age different. Yeah, the clients age differently Do because they, they have yeah. multiple other medical conditions right. that play into all all that aging process you know yeah so there are three there are three who live here and two who live currently in the other that's right yes oh, but there is only one client living at the house that we do have in peterborough oh all right uh that was the uh chat with the uh, people at earlwood home uh for people who are deaf blind and um I thought we'd uh, come to our season's close with a couple of uh, songs, but first of all, I wanted to say thank you, Jonathan, for all for all your help. Yeah, no problem. I'm not in front of a mic, but I'll say your fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, and uh, uh, Bob, I'm looking forward to working with you in September. I'm looking very much forward to that. And uh, we should be back uh, shortly after Labor Day. We'll try to keep you informed as to what's happening. And uh, let me see. I think we have um, a song by Johnny Hicks called, what is it, Hamburger Hop? Hamburger Hop. Okay. And after that, we have uh, something that I, I thought might uh, remind you of the meteor shower tonight and also the uh, get-together up on Armour Hill and it's by Don Spencer, and it's called 
Fireball. Fireball. Oh, XL5, I believe it is. Yeah, okay. So anyway, you folks have a good rest of the summer, and uh, we'll see you shortly after Labor Day. Bye. If you want something that's good and hot, just eat a hamburger, it'll hit the spot. You can see them on the griddle going flippity-flop. Makes you want to do the boogie to the hamburger hop. They're open up 24 hours a day. Just waiting and hoping all the folks will say, put a burger on the griddle, do a flippity-flop. Put an onion in the middle and a pickle on top. It just ain't nothing finer, nothing that's quite so new. Then jigging it with them to the sizzling rhythm like the burgers always do. You really should go, cause it swept the land. And everybody's going to the hamburger stand. When they put them on the griddle, do a flippity-flop. Everybody does the boogie to the hamburger hop. Makes you want to do the boogie to the hamburger hop They're open up 24 hours a day Just waiting and hoping all the folks will say Put a burger on the griddle, do a flippity-flop Put an onion in the middle and a pickle on top There just ain't nothing finer Nothing that's quite so new Than jigging it with them to the sizzling rhythm Like the burgers always do You really should go, cause it swept the land Everybody's going to the hamburger stand When they put them on the griddle, do a flippity-flop Everybody does the boogie to the hamburger hop But though I'm not a spaceman, 
famous and renowned I'm just a guy that's down to earth With both feet on the ground It's all imagination I'll never reach the skies My heart is still a fireball 